0: You're listening to the hockey podcast network new shows every day. Find us at the hockey podcast network.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. season won't be around forever so get in on all the action now with DraftKings the leader in one day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using code THPN during sign up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple just pick your lineup stay under the salary cap and see how your team stacks up against the competition. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during signup. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN to get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details.
1: Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron
2: welcome to the ice guys presented by the hockey podcast network monday may the 3rd uh, ian cameron with you we will have jimmy murphy uh, along with us momentarily uh, as we are ready to break down the uh, monday uh, nhl card hope everybody had a great weekend Uh, it was a very fun weekend uh, of hockey action and a great weekend of shows with the ice guys this weekend we want to thank our special guests that joined us saturday and sunday melissa cunningham did a terrific job in her ice guys debut Uh, On Saturday, Uh, we'll bring her back on the show definitely before the end of the season. And, of course, Devin didi o joining us yesterday uh, to break down the uh, Sunday game, the one Sunday game, and the Monday card looking ahead to it as well. Uh, Thanks to him as well for joining us on uh, Sunday. Uh, He'll be back with us, too, before the end of the season. Of course, we got uh, our fellow Ice Guys colleague Alex B. Smith back uh, from a little bit of a hiatus to deal with some personal matters. Uh, over the weekend, so it was great to have Alex B. Smith uh, back in the fold uh, and joining the show once again. Uh, and if you missed yesterday's show, there is still value to listen to yesterday's show because we had Alex B. Smith and our special guest on Sunday, Deeds, uh, Devin didi breaking down the Monday NHL card, looking ahead because we only had the one game yesterday. So knowing that Alex wouldn't be on the show today... And, of course, having our special guest just for yesterday, we thought we'd give them their chance to share their betting opinions on this Monday card, so they did that yesterday. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to yesterday's show or watch yesterday's show, uh, make sure you do that already. And now it's Jimmy Murphy's turn and my turn today uh, on the Monday edition of the show to look ahead at this massive Monday card as this unbalanced, uneven uh, schedule that the NHL runs out there. A Day in and day out continues. Hard to believe you could have a schedule and a league with 15 games on Saturday, one game yesterday on Sunday, and now back to like 14 games tonight uh, in this one. So uh, lots to talk about. Let's get to it. Uh, The New York Islanders and the Buffalo Sabres first game on this Monday card. Uh, We've got the uh, New York Islanders here, minus 240 to minus 250 uh, road favorites. The total in this game, five and a half shaded to the under. Uh, of course, we know with the Buffalo Sabres, we have seen an uptick in their competitive level, I guess you could say, since the coaching change and Don Granado taking over. We have seen them pull a couple of upsets here and there uh, as well uh, the last a couple of games for the um, Buffalo Sabres, um, although they're coming off a, a tough loss the, over the weekend against the uh, Boston Bruins. Still very much a shorthanded, depleted hockey team for the most part with Battling through injuries. Uh, they've had uh, multiple forwards out. They've had goaltending uh, injuries for both uh, Carter Hutton and Linus Allmark. They've had to go deep into their depth chart with Dustin Tokarski, with Uka Pekka Lukanen recently as well. Uh, but they will not be going with any of those goalies that I just mentioned. I mentioned four goalies just now for the Buffalo Sabres who have played games and suited up for them. Uh, this season. And I haven't even brought up the guy that's actually going to be in net tonight. That would be Michael Hauser. He will be starting in net for the Sabres. He was an emergency recall uh, on the taxi squad. This is just one of those journeyman goalies. that has been toiling around in the minor leagues for pretty much his entire career. He's now what, 28 years old. And here he is getting a surprising start for the Buffalo Sabres. But again, because of the issues they've had with their goaltending Multiple injuries and the like. Uh, Michael Hauser uh, is going to be in net tonight for the uh, Buffalo Sabers. Now you could look at it one of two ways. You could look at it. Well, you know what? He's been he's been around forever, but it really hasn't gotten a consistent crack at the NHL. How good can he be? Second thing you could consider is well, maybe the team really wants to dig in, bear down, rally around this guy making a start here unexpectedly. You know, later in his career, and maybe. They bear down for him. I don't know about that. I I don't know if that's enough to get me to want to back Buffalo because New York Islanders certainly have played better the last couple of games. Their offense have been struggling to score goals and find offense, but we've seen them pick it up the last uh, couple of games, uh, back-to-back wins uh, against the uh, Rangers. So we'll see if they can carry that momentum forward here to tonight uh, in this game against the uh, Sabres. They've dominated the Sabres throughout the course of the regular season. The Islanders have played this team uh, very well. Uh, It's a really tricky game all around from a side perspective and from a totals perspective. The Islanders are just one of those teams that I'm not really all that in love with laying this kind of price with, even in a potential mismatch situation. And again, Hauser could get lit up for the Sabres. He could also have the team rally around him and really try to play tight, good defensively, and try to get this guy a win. It would be a massive upset if it does happen. So probably a game I'm going to end up staying off entirely here with the Islanders and the Sabres. We've got our man Jimmy Murphy. Back on the show joining us. Jimmy, welcome in. Uh, Islander Sabres, what's your take here?
1: Yeah, and I apologize for uh, being a little late there. I had, I had some really spicy, hot buffalo wigs for lunch, and uh, they, they got the best of me here. I don't know if you can tell. What a great I segue, because like, we're talking buffalo sabres. <laughs> and there we go. <laughs> My eyes were watering pretty bad, so I was trying to recover from that before I came on here. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, you would think, yeah, they were rally around, but I, I would have thought that too with uh, – with their other rookie goalie as well. So, you know, like, look, I, I think the Sabres have played much better hockey um, in the last month. We we've discussed this before they, they haven't, you know, they don't roll over. Uh, and that's why I just wouldn't touch this game. Um, it's it's not that I think flat out the Sabres will win. It's more just that they could hang around and, and, and steal one. So uh, with the Islanders too, they've clinched their playoff spot. Um, could there be a letdown? I don't know. So I'm going to pass in this game.
2: All right, passing uh, on this game as well. Jimmy, I I wouldn't argue with that. Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, uh, the Penguins now up to minus 170. I remember Alex, Devin, and I were talking about the card yesterday, and boy, at the time, I think Pittsburgh was like minus 140, uh, minus 145. So they've been bet up heavily in this game. Total, six, six and a half. I still like Pittsburgh. I'm still on Pittsburgh in regulation. I know Alex and uh, Deeds like Pittsburgh as well. Yesterday on the Sunday show, Uh, I like the over as well, but be a little bit careful. Um, Yeah, Malkin's back for the Penguins, but there's still some injuries out, and Mike Matheson's out uh, for the Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh Penguins. Key absence on the blue line for Pittsburgh. They'll miss him quite a bit, Uh, but still, they should take care of business against Philly, even without a couple of these guys in the lineup, especially Malkin back. And look, the the Flyers, you just need to look at the way they played the last two games against New Jersey to know there's not a whole lot of want-to I think left in this team disappointing season, not going to the playoffs, not a whole lot of pushback uh, in those last two losses to the New Jersey devils, very disappointed with their effort. I don't know if they're going to rise up. I know there's still an in-state rivalry and a mutual dislike here. Maybe that's enough to get the flyers pumped up for at least one game here to play the penguins, but no Pittsburgh's in good form. Uh, they had the one loss to Boston last week. And what did they do? They bounced back, beat Washington twice to overtake Washington, For first place in the division uh, in the process so penguins are on a mission right now uh the price now is too light or too heavy to take money line so i will go regulation instead you get a little bit of a better number at least with that closer down around minus 115 minus 120 Uh, and i like this game over the total as well and matheson being out could hurt the penguins a little bit on defense tonight so maybe the flyers can get on the board so penguins and over for me jimmy what do you think
1: well, it, it, it's pretty interesting. We got a text uh, earlier this morning. It's ironic. We're talking about Matheson being out because uh, uh, Dan Kangarski who runs Pittsburgh Hockey Now and the National Hockey Now Network, was just asking the other writers in the network, you know, wh- what's been different about Pittsburgh this year that you've really noticed? What What surprised you? And I go, I don't know if it's that he surprised me, but I think the biggest difference has been Matheson. Uh, he's been huge on that blue line. His speed is, you know, it, we're not saying on Cal McCarr level there, but it's up there in terms of defensemen that can really motor it up the ice there. Uh, and he's been a major difference for the Pittsburgh Penguins. I like that trade from the get-go when they made it. Got a lot of criticism, but I think it's turned out great for them. So that's a, that's a big loss. Don't, don't underestimate that there. That's a big loss for them, not having him in the lineup. Uh, but I'm with you. I, I like the regulation. Not enough value to take them on the money line here. I'm going to stay away from the total. I'm just going to go strictly uh, penguins in regulation here. And and I see Melissa in the chat room. Thanks for uh, the compliment there. That's actually the Forge Pub in Boston. Uh, It's no longer. It was a legendary pub across from the garden. Uh, A lot of people go there before and after Bruins games. So thanks for the compliment.
2: Yeah, for those of you wondering what the compliment is, if you're on the podcast listening, it's the background, the backdrop, and uh, Jimmy's shot as we do the show here on uh, YouTube on the video side. Uh, yeah, he's got a nice uh, backdrop of an old Boston pub, so it does look good. I, I will say that for sure. So, great place. Good food. Yeah. that Most pubs are,
1: especially the good they, ones. The they World had War. a sandwich uh, called the Bobby Orr, and it was delicious, just like his play on the ice. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah, just like yeah,
2: <laughs> delicious, the best, right? The yep, best, right, the best. Uh, Pittsburgh even money. Yeah, it's actually minus one ten. Uh, the, the 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 regulation price on yeah, Pittsburgh, pretty, pretty good price there. Chicago, Carolina, Kakkalaki minus two sixty home favorites. Total six. Uh, Look, Chicago's not making the playoffs. I think reality's sinking in. We've seen the defense drop off. They got shelled by Tampa, shelled by Florida in those back-to-back games that they suffered losses to the Panthers. Uh, The defense is back to being the, 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 the problem area that it's been for the Blackhawks really the last couple of seasons here. So I'm going to keep this one very simple. I actually like the full game over a little bit, smaller bet there. I like the, to zone in more on the team total for Carolina. Uh, over three and a half, minus 130. Subban is going to be a net, but the defense in front of them has not played well. Uh, I think Carolina can get to four goals uh, in this matchup here against Chicago. I don't know if Chicago scores a ton, because I will say this right now. Alex get keep getting used to that name. He's playing extremely well for the Hurricanes. And to me, there's no longer any doubt whatsoever if there's something wrong with Peter Morozik, still bothered by this nagging injuries that he has. He's still day-to-day come playoff time. You're looking at Alex Nedeljkovic yeah. probably as your goalie uh, in the playoffs for the Carolina Hurricanes. And I don't mind that. This is a guy that went to the Calder Cup final. I think he's ready for the pressure. He's playing well. Uh, I don't think that's a big deal if you're Carolina if you run in if you run with Nedeljkovic in the playoffs if you have to because Mrazek might still be banged up so uh, I like the over I'll, I will be bet the full game over six but I like the Carolina team total uh, a little bit more over three and a half with the Hurricanes team total uh, minus one thirty uh, Jimmy what do you think here Black Oaks, Hurricanes
1: yeah, you know, it's, it, as you're talking about there, I mean, where would they be without him, right? I mean, if he hadn't emerged this year between the pipes, uh, I mean, where would they be, the Carolina Hurricanes? And that's not to take away from what a good team they are. I'm just saying it, it was perfect timing for the situation they've had with Morazik. So, uh, you know, kudos to whoever scouted him and got him there. Uh, you know, look, I, I look at this game right now, and this is what I think we were talking about last week, where we we're, you know, we said probably now we're going to start to see a lot of, position secured and more jockeying for position in the playoffs and seating and such. And then other teams just playing for pride. So we're getting We're at that point now, right? We got to kind of value that in when you're looking at these games, but I like the toll too. I'm, I'm looking at this right now. I see a lot of goals in this game coming up. I, I think Carolina right now is going to try and do different things uh, to kind of see where they're at for the playoffs and, and kind of get in that mode and be in that zone. And I, I think that they're going to, They might, I I don't think loosen up is the word, but like I said, explore different styles, different systems. Can we go more offensive? And you know that they've got a great back end that can produce offense there. So that's why I like the over here. I think we might see some, might even be looking at some props uh, there from some of their defense. And I I see a lot of offense coming for the Carolina Hurricanes. And then we know the Blackhawks can score, but uh, give me the over there.
2: You know, what's funny is that, of course, they've got some defensemen, defensemen out Chicago. Boquist's a big loss. Adam Boquist played well for them. The big one's Calvin DeHaan. How many times have we talked about Calvin DeHaan? You know, with yep. the Islanders, with the Blackhawks, that when he's out, one of the best defensive defensemen, he was that on the Islanders. He's been that with the Blackhawks. It's not the same team. And then all of a sudden, they start to let in goals left and right. And ever since DeHaan's been out these last few games, it's back to that old Chicago defense not keeping the puck out of their own net. Uh, And I think that's probably going to continue tonight here uh, against this uh, Carolina team. All right, Washington Capitals, New York Rangers, Washington minus 110, uh, slight road favorites. That's right around even money pretty much right now. Total six across the board. You got to wonder where New York Rangers are, are at mentally because, look, it's pretty damn fishy that they watch Boston beat Buffalo Saturday afternoon. And then just about an hour after that game ended, they're announcing no Chris Kreider, no Jacob Truba, no Lindgren, a bunch of starters out. And he's wondering, wait a minute, Boston just won, aren't you? You're trying to track them down. Why are you just announcing all these guys out all of a sudden, just out of the blue, no Kreider, no Truba? And then you see them play the Islanders. Just after that Saturday night, and it was a listless effort. I mean, they lose three to nothing, and you got to wonder if they did. This is wave the white flag right now, time. They, to the New yeah, York they World.
1: wave the white flag, and I think it's pretty shameful, if you ask me. I mean, I get it, you're out, but you don't have to be so obvious about it. I mean, at least go out there and show up. I, I, I wanted. I'm glad you brought that up. I thought it was disgusting how they just they just rolled. Yeah, they pull all those guys out of their lineup, and they just basically rolled over. You know, what yeah. the hell is that? Like you're you're affecting. Okay, that's fine, but you know what? Still, this game has uh, an effect on, on the standings. And don't you have any pride? And I mean, I thought it was pathetic. I'd stay far away from the Rangers going forward if that's the way they're going to go.
2: Yeah, we talked about it with Alex and Devin yesterday, Sunday, when we talked Monday's games they did. Uh, they both lined up with Washington, and it's hard to disagree with that, um, especially with Washington off back-to-back losses to Pittsburgh. The one thing that's starting to bother me, though, is I'm thinking, wow, I'm lining up to make this maybe a big bet with Washington tonight in this game. All of a sudden, Carlson may not play again. Ovechkin's not a sure thing to return. And TJ Oshie's now out uh, in this game due to personal matters. So, uh and all of a sudden, you've got some key personnel, the Capitals. And now they're struggling a little bit. They just lost back-to-back to Pittsburgh. So I don't know if I'm as, yeah, let's go Caps, you know, like I was about 24 hours ago. Because I'm telling you what, I was really loving the Capitals, like Alex and Deeds did on yesterday's show. I was that much into backing this team i'm still going to be on them 100 i'll still bet washington here but it's probably not going to be as uh, sizable uh, an investment or a bet for me as it once was i'm just concerned you know you might have no Oshi, you might have no ovechkin again and you might have no john carlson again uh, for the capitals uh here tonight but you look at the other side and once again jimmy the rangers that was proof in the pudding there well, taking guys out resting whatever the case injuries whatever and then rolling over with a bad effort against the islanders I think they know they're done. That's not a team I can back right now. So even with the personnel questions for Washington going into tonight, I'm still on the Capitals here, uh, even money minus 110. Back-to-back losses to Pittsburgh. You should expect focus. You should expect a uh, want to bounce back. They're two points behind Pittsburgh now for first place in the East Division. So I'm on the Capitals here minus 110. Jimmy, what do you think? Give me Jimmy puck line on this. Caps roll. Caps roll. All right. Jimmy puck line there, which is minus one and a half plus two Oh five. How about that for a price on the uh, capitals uh, to win by two goals or more? Rangers have given them fits this year, but I, I get that too. I, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I'd factor that in as well. Right. I mean, I was just thinking that right before you said that, and you know what? The Rangers have been a pain in the ass to the capitals this year. So are you not thinking that the capitals are licking their chops right now, looking at a, you know, a team that they know is giving up and, Uh, just kind of rolled over in the last game. They're looking at it and saying, this is our chance to really, you know, rub it into them and get some revenge for the way they've kind of caused us fits this year. So yeah, that's why I like the Jimmy puck line here.
2: All right. Liking a Washington. And if you ask me, I think the grade eight is going to play uh, for Washington tonight because he hasn't been a game time decision in any of his recent absences till tonight. So that's a hint that he's probably going to try to take the pregame skate. If he does, he's probably going to play. So Uh, And if he does, you're probably going to see a shoot up in the line a little bit uh, if if, uh, that is the case and he does play tonight. Uh, Nashville and Columbus. We've got Nashville minus 175 road favorites, total five shaded to the over. This is not a spot I'm laying the massive minus 175 price with Nashville, even though they're the team that needs the win. They're trying to stave off Dallas for that final playoff spot in the Central Division. Columbus is one of those you know, non-playoff teams that hasn't rolled over completely, especially the last few games. We've seen them. Look, they took Carolina to overtime on Saturday night. Give them credit for that. They took Tampa Bay to overtime last weekend. They beat Detroit. They've been the kings of overtime, actually. Three straight games for Columbus have gone to overtime, which is why Alex yesterday when he was with us, he liked the draw in this game. I think there's that. that's definitely a, a bet that's worth looking at. If you ask me, I think it's a tight game. I think it's a low scoring game. I don't think we've seen Columbus completely roll over and play dead the last few games. And ever since Elvis Merzlikens had his little temper tantrum in the press the, a couple of weeks ago saying, I'm sick of it sucks, and we're trying, we're trying, but this uh, this is, I can't sleep. Remember, he went on that little, it was a great press conference. Check it out. He's been awesome. He has really played great for the Columbus Blue Jackets from that moment and he could be, with his level of play right now, he could do enough here to make this a tough game for Nashville to emerge with the two points. So my leans here, I haven't bet anything officially, but my leans here are maybe a sprinkle on Columbus and a sprinkle on the draw here, because uh, Columbus draw combination in a tight game, I think this is, and especially with Nashville having a huge win against Dallas, I worry about a bounce a little bit in the other direction after that kind of big win, so... I don't know. I think Columbus could put a scare into Nashville tonight and certainly has the makings of a lower scoring game as well. Soros and Merzlikens, your two goalies, both of them playing well. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think? Fred's Jackets.
1: I'm with you. I mean, great minds to go. I, 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 I think your reasoning there is uh, right dead on there. Uh, th- this is one of those teams where I, you know, a couple minutes ago, I was talking about teams that are out of it, but they're still going to play you know, for pride and and, and play for positions in the lineup for next year. Uh, They're they're auditioning, whether it's with the Columbus Blue Jackets or another team. uh, They know that they need to fight for a job now for next year and impress uh, coaches and management, what have you. So I I think this is a a sneaky game here for Columbus where they could step in and not just get it to overtime, but win. Um, And I think they're going to come right out of the gate and shock Nashville in this first period. So I'm going to go with the first period puck line on Columbus there. I think you can get it for about plus plus one thirty-five right now. Uh, Look for them to come out of the gate, kind of catch Nashville off guard, but then maybe as the game goes on, Nashville gets their bearings.
2: All right. So Jimmy looking at Columbus uh, first period here, maybe to get the uh, early lead here on uh, Nashville uh, before the predators, maybe shake up uh, awaken from their slumber. And by the way, uh, still a couple injuries now uh, for the predators, Fabro out on the blue line and Arvidson out up front, Uh, Patrick Lyon, a back, Uh, after a little bit of an absence so uh, we'll see if uh, he can wake up and do something positive he really had that one magic moment where he scored that end-to-end rush goal against Chicago and that's probably the only thing he's done in a jacket uniform essentially uh, most part since that trade but uh, that's what frustrates you Uh, he has that ability in him but we don't see it uh, often enough all right we got the uh, Boston Bruins here we go with their nemesis uh, this thing that they just can't shake, the New Jersey Devils of all people. Uh, Boston minus 240, road favorites, total five and a half, uh, shaded to the under here uh, in this game. Um, look, I mean, it's hard to lay this price with Boston in this matchup with how much of a fit New Jersey's caused for them. Uh, and New Jersey's not rolling over. We've seen their last few games. They're still playing with purpose, playing with pride. Uh, Under Lindy Ruff, he, Shear and company. Uh, They beat Philadelphia back-to-back. Now, Boston's not Philly, clearly. We know that. But, you know, they're still giving you a good effort nightly. They've given Boston problems. I don't know. uh, I'm kind of tempted by New Jersey. The one thing that's holding me back here, though, in this game is Boston can clinch a playoff spot with a win. They know New Jersey's dummied them this year, and they've had just a tough, tough time of it. But Boston's in really damn good form right now, playing smart hockey, good in their own zone, rasks on his game. You know, if they don't beat New Jersey tonight, when the hell are they going to beat them? This is their best position for them to finally uh, uh, slay these demons uh, and beat the New Jersey Devils tonight. So, you know, I'm very tempted by the Devils, very much so at plus 215. But Boston's in good form. If there's ever a spot they're not going to come into this game and take the Devils lightly and take them for granted, Uh, it's tonight, knowing they've lost to them a bunch of times, knowing they can clinch a playoff spot. Uh, If they lock up the two points tonight. So I lean New Jersey. I don't know if I'll touch it. I might go over five and a half. Boston scoring here right now. Devils lacks on defense. Devils still up and down uh, with their goaltending. I know it's been a lot of low scoring hockey with the Bruins and Devils, but that's pre-deadline games between these two teams. Post-deadline, Boston's got some offensive punch going. One loss. Yeah, Uh, no question. So I lean New Jersey, but the over will be a bet. Yeah, the yeah. will in the bet here, five and a half. What do you think here, Jimmy? Bruins, Devils.
1: Well, it's it's interesting. You, you know, you talk talking about Jersey there, and they've been kind of, you know, scoring a lot. They're also letting up a lot too lately. Um, and we were talking about this with uh, Bruce Cassidy yesterday, and, you know, New Jersey's kind of – they're not giving up, but they're kind of out there. They're very loose right now, and they're playing pond hockey out there. So I, I definitely would lean towards the over here. The one thing I'm worried about on the Bruins' perspective in terms of offense – and it's, it's kind of a sneaky thing here. Take note of the fact that Mike Riley is out of the lineup today. Maintenance, uh, he's not hurt, You know, he's not going to be missing a lot of time. And he's just taking the game off. They're wrestling for the playoffs a bit. But he's out of the lineup tonight. He's kind of been under the radar in terms of what he's brought since that trade deadline. Everybody talks about Taylor Hall, obviously. But Mike Riley has been a huge difference on that defense and how they generate offense. And I, I'm just interested to see how they do that without him in the lineup tonight. We haven't seen that since the trade deadline, um, and I'm interested to see how they move the puck. So I, I would lean over, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pull back and maybe maybe not. I don't know. It's a, it's more of an in-game thing when I go with the total there. In terms of the, the side, uh, you know, you, you cannot get a lot of value there. But what I do like is another first-period puck line here. And I think he brought it up. The Devils have been a pain in the ass for the Bruins this year, and they, they've just really frustrated them. I mean, the last two times they played them, the, the Bruins had 40-plus shots and still lost. So it, it's been one of those teams that they just can't get over. And I think they know that, and they want it just for pride's sake. They want it not just to get the playoff uh, clinch here tonight, but they also want to just beat this team because of how bad they've been against them. So I like them to come firing up out of fired up out of the gate, give me the first period puck line.
2: Yeah, exactly, and because this is a the team that they've been through the wars, a lot of them, especially the likes of Marshawn Bergeron, uh, Pasternak, the, the veterans that have been on this team uh, and in, with this franchise for a while. McAvoy now even has been here for a while, you know, and they've got the media types like Jimmy Murphy, among others, <laughs> talking about these new – And of course, they're always going to bring up the media. It's like this in every city. When you play a team, you're going to mention them maybe the last few times you played that team, and obviously the last few times that have played that team The the Bruins are reminded that they've struggled against the Devils. So they're sick of hearing it, I'm sure. Uh, And they'd like to do something about it tonight. So, uh, Jimmy, liking the fast start uh, theory here with the Boston Bruins. Come out strong uh, in the first period. Liking them uh, in the uh, minus a half goal uh, at a plus price here uh, in the first period against the Devils. Uh, Winnipeg and Ottawa. Winnipeg minus 145 road favorites. Total six here in this one. I'm on the Ottawa Senators. This home dog here. Uh, Winnipeg's lost six in a row the offense has fallen apart. Defensively, they're breaking down left and right, which is not good uh, with the playoffs just about to arrive. And Connor Hellebuck's been very average. In fact, that's, that's being kind. I believe it or not, the last few games with Hellebuck, he's been below average. He's let in multiple games now with soft goals and he's not in tonight. I think he needs the rest. It's a good decision. Give him a break. It's going to be Laurent Brossois tonight for the, uh, winnipeg Jets. he's actually played very well but boy the team in front of him uh, is just not in very good form right now and all we see with the ottawa senators jimmy we know this very well uh, this team plays their ass off every night they should have beat montreal saturday very unfortunate loss they got into penalty trouble stupid 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 penalty man by nikita zaitsev the other night which led to the tying goal on the power play for ottawa trust checked a guy right in the back right in front of the net and if Suzuki scores ties the game and once they tied the game like Montreal's taking it to Ottawa they're going to get the uh, they're probably going to win it now and sure enough they did uh, in overtime and Cole Caulfield man alive what a time to score your first NHL goal uh, an overtime game winner for the Montreal Canadiens 3-2 uh, the other night real tough uh loss for the Ottawa Senators there and uh but again right in that game had the lead had every chance to win it, and they're going to have every chance to win this game, in my opinion. And it's hard to lay a price on the road with the Jets right now. So, for me, I'm on the Ottawa side here, plus 130 uh, against the Winnipeg Jets. Jimmy, what do you think? Jets stands.
1: I'm with you right now, and you know, as you're talking about Winnipeg, just completely. I don't what the hell is happening, to them man. I mean, I know they've had some injuries. I know, you know, things happen, but man, they've just fell off a cliff it's it, it's tough to watch right now because this is a team that I, I had a feeling could surprise in the playoffs and maybe they still will I don't know but they, they're just they're not in a good place right now and I mean you got to start wondering I, I think he's a great coach he, I love dealing with him in the media like he's he's great with us but I, I'm starting to wonder wh- what's going on with Paul maurice there in that locker room and, and you know where his future is at with the Winnipeg Jets. I mean, we, I don't think it's going to happen but we've seen, it. I think back to the Jersey devils a couple times where, you know, they fight Chloe Julian with six games left in a season when they're in first overall in the Eastern conference, you know? I mean, if you're shovel day off right now, you're looking at this team and you're saying, this isn't good. Like we need to get up. Something's not right here. And so keep an eye on things in Winnipeg right now. I, I know it sounds crazy, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if something happens there. Like we see, a change uh, before the playoffs here to kind of jumpstart things. But uh, look, uh, I'm with you. I love Ottawa in this and uh, man, I I just can't wait to see Ottawa next year and the year after. I mean, this team is going to be so fun to watch in the future. Give me Ottawa Senators in regulation here over the Jets.
2: All right. Sweeten that plus price, get it to close to plus 200 uh, on that regulation uh, wager there for the uh, Ottawa Senators uh, in this one. And like we said, with the Jets, Ealer's out lowry uh still expected to miss this game as well Ealer's out for the rest of the regular season uh, we'll have to see who's in net for ottawa if it's philip gustafson i don't mind that the kids actually played pretty well uh in his starts for the uh, senators for the most part we'll have to wait and see but murray's out again forsberg's out um so you're looking at either gustafson or marcus hogberg uh, in net for ottawa but even hogberg's been better the last couple starts so uh i think they can still find a way to get this uh victory here against uh Winnipeg tonight. We'll see Toronto, Montreal, Toronto minus 155, uh, road favorites. Total of five and a half here shaded to the over. Uh, Montreal, give them credit. When's the last time they've won two in a row? It's been a while. And they finally put two wins in a row together against Winnipeg and Ottawa uh, over the weekend. I don't know if they're ready to beat Toronto though. And the one thing about the Leafs, they haven't nailed down first in the division just yet. That's number one. Uh, number two, uh, yes, absolutely. Cole Caulfield at that price, I would I would sprinkle on that. I know it's Toronto. They're playing pretty well. So is Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell's playing really well again. Um, But still, at that price, and now sometimes with those youngsters, those prospects, they get that first goal, and then they get more confidence. He's going to be so much more loose now and confident after getting that first goal uh, in overtime the other night. Caulfield, and if you've been betting shots on goal props with Caulfield, too, they've been going well. Shots on goal and score a point, score a goal with him. I have no argument, Claudio, asking about Cole Caulfield props tonight even against the Leafs who have been good defensively and, K- and Campbell's been good lately. I think um, that, that's still value on Caulfield that I would go with, but you know, I saw Sheldon Keefe say something interesting yesterday and it shows me that this team may not be packing it in down the stretch here. They still want, you know, they're still looking, they might rest some guys here and there, but I think the effort's still going to be there. He says, we're still trying to iron out the details and nail down the details of our game defensively, offensively and we want to be playing good hockey going into the playoffs so after i heard that i said well i'm not going to be on montreal in this game because if toronto toronto's going to come to play uh they've had a tough time obviously with the leafs the only win they had recently against toronto was that tough spot for the leafs after the trade deadline when they had just uh come back from a couple of big games prior to that i believe against edmonton so uh Yeah, I'm not stepping in front of this Leaf team right now. Uh, I love the way they're going. Austin Matthews, I should have been betting him to score goals every night more than I have. Uh, He just continues to be ridiculous. I mean, that's the word you got to use right now, Uh, Austin Matthews for this Toronto Maple Leafs team. Um, Yeah, Leafs probably win. I'm not betting the game either way, but uh, I'm reluctant to take Montreal against this Leafs team. That is for sure. I I might look at Caulfield, if anything, props. That's about it. Uh, What do you think here, Jimmy, with the Leafs and the Habs?
1: Well, you know, I, I'm not going near the side on this. Uh, and I, you know, I promised you, and I'll keep my promise, I will not bet on the Montreal Canadiens again this season. That's uh, right. Yeah, so I, ca- I can't do that. But if there was a game that they were going to, you know, beat Toronto, this might be it. That's all I'll say there. I, uh, so I'm staying away from the side there. I, you know, I'm, I'm tempted on the over here, uh, the over five and a half. I I. I I think you're right. I like what you said about Toronto there. They kind of remind me of the Bruins right now where, yeah, they're they're trying to make sure they've got their, their lines rolling, right? They want to know that they've got that chemistry. They want things in sync. And let's not forget, right? I mean, how many games – I don't have it off the top of my head, but Felino hasn't played that many games yet with them. So, you know, he got a late start there. So they're trying to filter him into the lineup, find him a home, let him know where he's comfortable and everything. And he's going to be a huge factor, I think, for them in the playoffs. He's a playoff-type player. Um, so – I you know I would lean towards the over. I'm gonna pass in this game, but if there was one thing I would do, it would be the over in this game.
2: Yeah, especially five and a half here, which you don't always see for Toronto. But they're adjust- they're finally adjusting. Toronto's been six six and a half most of their totals all season, but they're st- seeing that this team has changed their spots a little bit. They are more of a sandpaper rugged defensive. Yeah, they get a lead, they lead clamp down. They can clamp. They've still got the lethal shooters and s- offense and forwards, no question. But they're playing a two way game right now. Uh, And that's why they're not that automatic 4-3-5-4 type of hockey game anymore uh, like they were last year and the year before that. Uh, Dallas and Florida, Florida minus 120, uh, home favorites here, total five and a half shaded to the under. Rumblings that Tyler Sagan will make his long-awaited, I mean long-awaited, he hasn't played yet this season. Uh, Dallas Stars debut uh, tonight and returning off the injured list for them, Uh, last kick at the can, so to speak for the Dallas Stars as they try to try uh run down Nashville uh, for the final playoff spot. They got a point against the Preds over the weekend, but they wanted more than that. Uh unfortunately they fell in overtime. Hudobin in net for Dallas. Spencer Knight uh, confirmed as the goalie for the Florida Panthers. I think he's still undefeated uh, in his NHL career. So uh, you know how I feel about the kid. Jimmy as well. Uh we think he's going to be big time in this league. Um I know Dallas needs the game, but they needed the game the other night. They lost. They needed the game against Tampa Bay. They lost. Uh, They needed the second game against Carolina that they played. They lost. Look, they're playing Tampa, Carolina, Florida. One of those three teams. Dallas has stunk this season against those three teams. So I get it. Sagan's back. I get it. They need the points. Desperate, desperate sense of urgency for Dallas. I get all that. But with with Florida now only minus one twenty in this game, I'm not going against Florida at that price. I'm off the game. I'm not. I'm actually going to lay off Florida tonight. But at that price, no. Not going to do it with Dallas. Again, they've struggled against the top three, hands down, the top three teams in this division all year. They've struggled against Florida. They've struggled against Tampa. They've struggled against Carolina. That's why they're out of the playoffs right now. They've struggled against these teams. They're going to have to show me. Jimmy, what do you think? Stars Panthers.
1: What I think is that we're not going to see a lot of goals in this game. Uh, I, I think that there's the unders beauty here. Uh, Spencer Knight has been brilliant. Uh, we both made our affection for him clear here and he's the future obviously i think in florida which is interesting because they've got you know Babrowski and trigger there but um yeah i like the under this. give me that
2: all right like an under five and a half minus 120 i uh, florida gotten some overs with chicago but dallas ain't playing overs these days they realize hey look at the nashville game the other night look at the tampa game uh three nothing shutout loss they're not scoring you know i know say will help that a little but again with florida and Knight playing well I still think it could be lower scoring as well. I I see where you're going there. Anaheim, St. Louis, St. Louis minus 240. Home favorites, five and a half the total here in this one. Look, I was I jumped on this, and I didn't even jump on it until I heard Alex say it. Uh, He deserves more of the credit on Saturday. Talking about the Ryan Miller angle uh, on Saturday night. I am so mad at
1: myself I didn't get on that. That was a layup.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, you just knew they were going to bend over backwards to play their ass uh, off. I mean, that, was their cup. that was their yeah.
1: Stanley Cup for the season. That was their game. You know, there, there's yeah. no way in hell they were going to lose that game. And, of course, they didn't lose that game.
2: Yep. No, on the Saturday show, Melissa, me, and uh, Alex, he'd mentioned it, that the Ryan Miller factor in that game against the Kings Saturday night, that his final home start. Yeah, Anaheim had been playing terrible going into that game. But that, that you just wipe the slate clean and realize this team's digging in tonight and they want it. And they sure enough did six yeah. to two. They uh, beat the brakes. What, what a classy I mean. move
1: at the end by the Kings too to stay out there and shake his hand. I, you know, it was really cool. It's kind of like what we saw with Patrick Marlowe. So, uh, class act by the Kings there.
2: No doubt, no doubt. Um, great yeah. job. And that's what we love hockey. You, could either, they're still bitter rivals, even though they're both out of the playoffs. The Kings and the Ducks. There's mutual dislike there, but we still put our uh, You know, our our dislike aside, and we wish man well on the other team, and that's exactly what they did. The handshake line to wish Ryan Miller all the best in the future was a beautiful scene, uh, in my opinion. Great stuff all around.
1: That scene too, that when he hugged uh, Quick, and they kind of they they talked a little longer than most of the other players there, and obviously they know each other from USA Hockey there. And if you think about it, man, I mean. That's kind of an error coming to an end. I mean, in the last 12 years, those two guys have been two of, if not the best goalies, you know, they're two of the greatest goalies we've seen in the last decade to 15 years, what have you. So uh, two of the best American goalies I've ever seen. So, you know, you know congratulations to Ryan Miller on a great career.
2: Yeah, watch out. He's not. He's, he will get another start. It'll, of course, it'll be on the road because that's all they've got left. Is it's just a question of which one they give him. But definitely, you m- might want to look at another Anaheim bet if you see Ryan Miller in yeah. it. That won't be tonight, though. It'll be John Gibson for the uh, Ducks, Bennington for the uh, Blues. Uh, Blues came back to beat Minnesota uh, two games ago, and it was Minnesota returning the favor with a third period comeback uh, on Saturday night against the Blues. Blues probably take this game because, again, they're still trying to nail down that final spot. I don't think Arizona's catching them, but they still want to absolutely seal the deal. Uh, I'm off this game, though, not involved, side or uh, total, although the Blues have been a sneaky over team with these five-and-a-halves. I just don't know if uh, Anaheim's going to keep the offensive onslaught going like they did Saturday against L.A. They they really have been struggling to score before Saturday night. I'm kind of thinking that might have been just a one-off, so – I lean to the over, but just to pass all around. What do you think, Jimmy? Anaheim, St. Louis.
1: I like I like St. Louis. I'm going Jimmy Pockline on this. I, I like St. Louis a lot in this, just based on everything we just discussed about Anaheim. That was their big game, and y- y- you can go nowhere but down. I think emotionally after that game. So I think this is kind of a letdown night. Not that you know every night really isn't a letdown for the Anaheim Ducks these days, but uh, you know I, I, this just has a. a the recipe for an emotional letdown there. And like you said, the Blues are still trying to officially clinch that spot and, and and get into form. Like we were talking about Toronto earlier, trying to be in that right state of mind and have their game in good form going into the playoffs. So give me uh, the Blues minus one and a half.
2: All right. Blues minus one and a half, plus 110 on the puck line for Jimmy in this one. Vegas and Minnesota, really good game here. Vegas minus 120, slight road favorites, uh, five and a half the total in this one, uh, slightly shaded to the uh, under here. Uh, when you look at it, all of a sudden, uh, Max Pacioretty uh, unlikely to play tonight for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights uh, surprise absence, I guess you could say. Uh, so that could be a little bit of a concern considering the way he's played. He's been excellent, of course, for the uh, Golden Knights. Uh, Minnesota, on the other hand, finally shaking the demons and beat the St. Louis Blues, who've been their nemesis uh, this season so far. Uh, I think that could continue. Uh, we'll see if that conti- uh, Minnesota can keep it up here against Vegas. Minnesota has played Vegas very well in this building. XL Energy Center looked no further than earlier this season when Minnesota beat Vegas twice in this building. Um, I said it on yesterday's show. This would be as difficult as it is to fade a Vegas team that's just lost one game in their last 14 or 15. Um, Minnesota, as a home dog, is probably the only way I would go here uh, in this one. But I like the over more than that. Five and a half minus 110. These Minnesota overs, I'm saying it um, every day, and they just keep on rolling in rolling on in minnesota over the total over the total wash rinse repeat and we're seeing no adjustment in the number it's been static at five and a half and i'm just going to keep picking them off until there's an adjustment minnesota can score goals They got an offense this year odds makers may not see that but i do uh, vegas minnesota over five and a half minus 110 for me jimmy what do you think golden knights and wild
1: i'm right with you there and i like uh i'm going to take the wild in regulation as well so give me two plays there Uh, The over and the wild in regulation.
2: All right. Minnesota in regulation. Good solid plus price on that one there in that plus 175-ish range. Total uh, five and a half uh, like in the over, Jimmy, as well uh, in that one. Uh, Next game, we've got the uh, LA Kings and the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, Arizona now minus 150, a home favorite in this game. Five and a half shaded to the under. I'm not getting drawn into the Coyotes again uh, here in this game. I took them twice against San Jose in must-win spots against a team they should have beat, and they spit the bit in both games, and they had terrible starts in both games. Um, I'm not getting uh, lulled into a false sense of security with trusting this Coyotes team right now. Uh, Look, and before the Kings got bombed in one of the situational spots of the season uh, by the Anaheim Ducks the other night in Ryan Miller's uh, home finale, the Kings were playing some decent hockey before that. Let's not forget that. The Kings were playing pretty decent, being competitive. And I remember the Kings, I don't know when it was, or vice versa. I don't know. There was a late-season L.A.-Arizona game last year, two years ago. I think it was the Kings keeping the Coyotes out of the playoffs. You know, the Kings would relish that Yeah, you're right. I don't think they're going to roll over completely here in this game. I, I'm not on L.A., because uh, i'm not going to go like arizona's got to have this game but they had to have the two games against san jose as well games they should have won and they did not i ain't laying minus 150 with arizona sorry no can do it's a pass for me on this game i'm not involved in it jimmy how about you? what are your thoughts here kings coyotes
1: yeah great great points there i'm going to stay away from the side for the same reasons but i do like the over in this game i, I see the kings kind of Busting out a bit after you're right, a situational game there. I want to get back on track, get it cracking again. And like, you know, like I said, with some of these other teams that are out of it, they're still playing for jobs. Uh, they've, they're filtering in some young kids as well who want to impress. So, uh, you know, you can see the offense go up a little, a little looser game going on there. So give me the over in this game.
2: All right. We've got Edmonton, Vancouver, Edmonton, almost minus 200 road favorites, total six shaded to the under. I mean, it's, how, how worse can it get for Vancouver? Physically, mentally, emotionally drained. Uh, they're losing left and right now. They're out of the playoffs. The NHL is going to force them to play all these games in a condensed period of time, uh, with nothing left to play for. They're physically shot, mentally shot, emotionally shot. Travis Green looks like he's a d- lost a family member uh, to death. You know, in every press conference these days. Uh, and to make matters worse, oh, now Jake Virtanen's been slapped with sexual misconduct allegations. I mean, it's just one thing after another for this damn hockey team. I mean, how much luck? I feel
1: bad for Jimmy Benny. I really Uh, do. It is.
2: I mean, it's just one shit show thing after another. It's COVID. It's injuries. You know, it's goaltending issues early in the season. Pedersen's been out for a while. The schedule is ridiculously tough and too many games in a short period of time. And now you've got this uh, sexual misconduct incident with Jake Vertanen to just put the uh, cherry on the Sunday. The cherry on the shit Mm -hmm. Sunday for the uh, Vancouver Canucks right now. Um, brutal. And now, and by the way, they just return home from a road trip and they get 48 hours off. That's it. Saturday night to a Monday turnaround. Usually you get Saturday to Tuesday when you're returning from a road trip, not Vancouver. This could get ugly. I mean, Edmonton can clinch a playoff spot with a win tonight. So I think they come into this game ready to play. This is Vancouver first period, or sorry, this is Edmonton first period puck line, Edmonton, full game puck line, which is minus one and a half plus half, plus one twenty. I think this could get out of hand a little bit for this uh, Canucks team, uh, they're just having a really tough time. That was about as lethargic as it gets the way they played in the two games against Ottawa, following that up with the two games against Toronto where they just didn't have a whole lot of juice or energy. I don't see what changes here. Edmonton, I think, could put the boots to them. So I'm on the first period puck line, full game puck line with the Oilers. Jimmy, what do you think, Edmonton-Vancouver?
1: i will make it plain and simple. Sign me up. Same exact thing. Give me the first period puck line and the Jimmy puck line on the total for the game there. Uh, It's just, look, like you said, it's just been one thing after another for them right now. And I'll tell you one thing, guys, I know it's not better related, but keep an eye on what happens after this season in terms of the NHLPA and the league. We're going to see some issues with the way it was handled by the league here because these guys should not be playing these games. It's pointless. And and, and this is going to affect these guys' careers going forward. Uh, you know, you're making, especially in North Division with the travel they've had in that division. I wonder how much they last, like how, how great is that North Division team that comes out of the first two rounds and gets to the conference final. They're going to be pretty beat up by then. So it's something to watch as we get to, you know, into the playoffs and you get to that round. Keep that in mind of what those guys in the North Division have gone through. We don't realize it down here in the States, uh, but they are traveling like crazy and playing like crazy.
2: Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, this is a heinous schedule. They're beaten up. They've got a bunch of injuries, too. Let's not forget the guys that are, that are out of the lineup for the uh, Canucks as well, including uh, Elias Pettersson. Uh It's just a whole lot to ask of this team, and they just don't have – they don't, don't look like they've got a lot to give. Like, if you watch Vancouver the last four games, the two with Ottawa, the two with Toronto, they don't look like they have anything left to give. And, and I think that is, that is pretty much clear right now. That's why, you know, Edmonton – You know, trying to nail down that playoff spot and trying to stay ahead of Winnipeg for third spot. And believe it or not, trying to keep their faint hopes alive to catch Toronto, although that's probably not happening. But the bottom line is they clinch the playoff spot if they win tonight. I think as long as they're focused and they're they're into getting that done tonight, they really should take care of business here against this Vancouver team. Uh, Next up, we've got the final game, Colorado and San Jose. Uh, we've got the uh, Avalanche here, massive favorites, as you'd expect, around minus 260, about a minus 270 uh, in this game. Actually, minus 250 in some spots, the total six across the board. Martin Jones, confirmed goalie for the uh, Sharks. They've been going back and forth last couple of games, at least, between him and Yosef uh, Kojanas, the other goalie, the young goalie that's playing for them. Uh, Grubauer should be in for the uh, Avalanche tonight. Uh, we'll see if uh, – but, again, the Avalanche have a couple defensemen out. Gerard out. Graves out. Saad is still out. Byram's still out. I mean, there's still some injuries right now for Colorado. So I don't know if I'm gung-ho to lay a puck line with them here tonight in this game. But I would certainly not want San Jose. Uh, that is uh, the way it uh, should be. Uh, so in this case here, um, I think Colorado wins. But they're a little bit too beat up on the back end for me to rush to lay a price with them or even look at the uh, puck line. Maybe an over, uh, but uh, just a small bet perhaps on the over in this game. It did go over the total Saturday with these two teams. Maybe we see more of the same here. What do you think, Jimmy, Colorado and San Jose?
1: I'm liking another first period puck line here, Ian. I, I, I see Colorado just coming out. They'll, they'll want to set the tone. Uh, and, yeah, there's not much value there on the side right now. They do have some injuries, but Colorado's another team right now, much like Toronto, much like Boston. Watch them. they're not gonna They're not going to take their foot off the pedal. Uh, they want to get into good form right now. Let's let's face it. I mean, they they didn't have the best April, right? I mean, yeah, they had some injuries, but they're kind of up and down. Uh, and, you know, we're not used to seeing that from Colorado. So uh, I think they want to make sure they've got everything going at the right rate uh, as they head into the playoffs right now. So give me the first period puck line there.
2: All right. Liking the first period yeah. puck line. That might be the best way to go, kind of like Tampa yesterday. Because could, we could have this kind of situation tonight in this game. Colorado gets the first period puck line, but they don't get the full game puck line. That's exactly what happened to Tampa Bay yesterday against Detroit. So uh, that's why I sometimes like splitting it up with the big favorites first period puck line, full game puck line, because you could get one or the other cashing, not always cashing both of them. And you'd rather be one and one than 0 and 2. Uh, so that's definitely a good way to approach it. So Jimmy liking the first period puck line there uh, with. Colorado all right that is the Monday NHL by the way Miko Koskinen the goalie tonight they're going to give Mike Smith a rest for the uh, Oilers uh, but I don't think that's a bad thing Uh, Koskinen was a lot better in his last start so uh, I still think it's too much to ask for Vancouver right now Uh, at this point with where they're at. All right, that is the Monday NHL card. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. Uh, We appreciate it. We're going to hit 10,000 downloads. I mentioned that on Twitter this month of the podcast. Can't do it without the loyal viewers and listeners who join us every single day. We appreciate uh, each and every one of you. Uh, Before we get to best bets, a reminder, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up for an account, use the promo code THPN. Great time of year, NHL, NBA, MLB daily. Uh, With the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you'll get a deposit bonus, weekly specials, weekly incentives. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up for your account, use the promo code THPN. All right, it is best bet time and lots to choose from with 14 games on tap here for this Monday night. Uh, Jimmy, we'll start with you. What do you like for best bet?
1: I'm going with that Capitals puck line uh, there. It just... You know, after what I saw from the Rangers, like I said, I don't want to you know beat a dead horse here, but they've they've given up. So, and the Capitals need to make sure they're ready for the playoffs. They're going to come out and make a statement.
2: All right, there you go, Washington Capitals puck line for Jimmy Murphy uh, for his best bet uh, tonight. Uh, mine's going to be another puck line. It's going to be the game we uh, talked about a couple of minutes ago. Edmonton Oilers a uh, puck line minus one and a half around plus one twenty. Um, look, it's just an it's just a brutal, brutal situation. Brutal scheduling. Uh, brutal, brutal all around for the Vancouver Canucks right now. Edmonton probably takes advantage of it Uh, minus one and a half plus half, plus one twenty. Edmonton Oilers puck line against the Vancouver Canucks Uh, that'll be my best bet for this Monday card and that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network Uh, thanks to everyone for joining us we appreciate that Uh, we will be back with you uh, tomorrow as always 2 p.m. Eastern a reminder we're on YouTube live Monday to Friday 2 p.m. Eastern Saturday Sunday noon Eastern and if you can't watch the show live Download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms: uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart. You can find the podcast there daily on all those platforms. For Jimmy Murphy, on Ian Cameron, have a great Monday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow on Tuesday for another edition of the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.